this is a family show. <laughs> you can't be diddling what, around with that. Put what away? <laughs> Says the man with the couch in the background. We won't. We won't talk about the casting couch. All right, prepare yourself, guys. Chris, we're talking through the media. Is your home for entertainment news by fans for fans? We are live. It's Thursday. It's uh, we're we're heading to uh, the weekend real quick. You know, we just had our, our Wednesday show. It was uh, Hump Day. You know, on Hump Day, I, I had my show with Sarah Catherine the Red and Amy Newman. But tonight, it's 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 uh, it's time for it's gentlemen's night. It's guys' night. Men getting free. Eighteen to get in. Twenty-one to get your drink on. You know what what it is. No, you know what? No, no. Screw that. Twenty-one to get in. Eighteen to get your drink on. Over here talking through the media as we're live. And uh, first and foremost, we are, are here with Jameson. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Just uh, hanging out with you, bro. Yeah. All right. All right. And also, on the casting couch, there he is. You're American with America's ass right there. Captain America is, uh, is on. What's, What's going on? Daniel. Daniel Dyer. What's going on, bro? Oh, nothing. Just uh, having that post-con depression now. Let me, uh, let me, let me, let me make closer. sure. Let me, let me put the mic so close to you. Right there. You guys can see my hand right there. Like, like, all right, on the casting couch. Teacher meet his casting couch right there. But so, yeah. How, you, how old are you, Daniel? <laughs> I am 30, okay? All right. 30, okay. And, uh, is this your first time ever doing something like this? Sure. <laughs> and he's talking like as he's playing with a baby Yoda doll. <laughs> choke you yeah. oh, he's like well you know uh, uh, choking I'm into but we'll talk about that later we're not talking we're not here to talk about that guys we're going to talk about uh, a few things in uh, the world of, of entertainment news uh, we'll talk about some movies and whatnot so real quick we're, and I know we, we started late we're supposed to start around uh, 8 o'clock uh, but you know I, I, I had uh, I had some technical difficulties going going on we're called you know drinking <laughs> so I'm sorry for, for being late but we're gonna get into some topics real quick. Uh, so let's just go. Let's just go right into it, guys, and, and talk about it. So first and foremost, uh, topic uh, number one. If you guys don't mind indulging uh, uh, with me, real quick. So the <laughs> what, what was it on? What was it called? It was uh, Skims uh, release. K I M S. Yeah, released uh, some some uh, footage of Megan Fox. And was it Courtney Kardashian? Kardashian? They did some photo shoots together. Uh, uh, you know, uh, having a little fun. Let's 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 talk about it uh, real quick. Megan Fox and Courtney Kardashian have already cornered the market on iconic double dates with their respective partners. So it only makes sense that they've now teamed up for a jaw-dropping new campaign. I I don't know. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know what this came, this campaign is about, but I am all for it. Like I saw some of the footage of, like as you can see, of them feeding strawberries to each other. Courtney Kardashian and Megan Fox. Who doesn't want to see? Who doesn't who doesn't want like to uh, see that? Uh, but it, it, it's crazy. But guys, did you did you? I, I sent you guys the link. Did yeah, you, I read uh, it. You saw it. What you yeah. What you think about what you? Uh, well, first up, Jameson, real quick. What you? Uh, James is on his phone right now, <laughs> trying to it. Google I'm it. I'm reading it right I'm, now. I'm reading the, the. I'm trying to remember what the campaign was because you mentioned that. So it's a a shapewear brand. Um, sure. 
raisin high high i saw it like high-waisted underwear were they raising money for the homeless lingerie (laughs) maybe maybe that's maybe what they're wearing like what are they trying to raise money for awareness or or, or, or they just was it megan fox awareness day what the hell awareness of them in lingerie is that what it is we're gonna make out it says hold on it says uh so the underwear what they're wearing is their Underwear. It says that they. Oh, I mean, well, they're wearing it. Of course, it's their underwear. I hope it's their underwear. I hope it's their underwear. <laughs> well, no, it's it's their brand. So they're their whatever their brand is. Oh, they have a brand. Mm. Yeah, so they're. I um, could not tell with the cherry with the cherry feedings. I could not yeah, tell. Too too distracted to even look at the clothing. But apparently, the clothing is what they're selling and trying to promote. Yeah, but there's food involved. So there's but there's like, cherries. Though, cherries, right? okay. It's like, oh yeah, but we're trying to high waisted bikini underwear. Yeah, high waisted bikini. Wait, wait, it's a Kardashian there, so she's still like, I feel like for me that I wanted to feed Megan Fox cherries because it was so hot, so cute. But yet we're doing it for the underwear, <laughs> for the, the homeless. Under- yeah. You know, I want. I I got into my underwear for yeah, the homeless or something or some junk. For me, I feel like for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's 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 all I think of when I think of whatever the Kardashians are up to. Is that what she sounds like? I've actually, I've honestly never, I've only seen clips of that show, so never, never watched it. an episode. I can honestly I, say it. Never I watched never it. I know one of them sounds like that, kind of. I feel like for me, one of, one of them has that no, real whiny. Okay, you know who you sound like? You sound like uh, white girls. <laughs> like yeah, oh, like like oh, we can't say that word. I'm like, but there's nobody listening. Like, <laughs> like yeah, you know they've had that conversation. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, with when it comes to the Kardashian, like when it comes to Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian, let me tell you exactly what's going on. These two, this is all a publicity stunt. Like they're not really right. friends. Maybe they, maybe they will become friends afterwards. I don't know. It's, it feels like the whole. Remember Paris Hilton and her friend uh, Nicole Richie and all. Nicole Richie, it, it feels yeah. like that all over again. This is just they. They know that they can make money off of this because Megan Fox went through a, a time in her life where she was trying to like class it up. She was trying to emulate Angelina Jolie for years, and then when Angelina Jolie went, cla- you know, went classy, she stopped acting crazy and started acting classy. Then, and then now she's a director. She's like she's getting all this acclaim now. And I feel like Megan Fox was trying to emulate that. Well, if you can go classy, I can go classy when she was with her ex. But then she realized that wasn't working for her. So she's like, you know what? I want to act like a, you know, I want to act wild again. I want to act like I'm a ninth, I'm like 19 again. So she, she dumped her ex-boyfriend. She got with Machine Gun Kelly. She's hooking up with uh, the Kardashians. And now she's like, now she's on this new path now. And I feel like this is, this is, this is her path. She's like, I can't be, I can't be classy. Uh, that's not working for me. So let me just go back to, to 2003 when I just like, didn't give a damn. And that's what made, I feel like that's what this is. This whole thing is about. She's like a, a woman that's in her mid thirties trying to act like she's still a teenager. That's all this is to me. I don't, I don't. I, and I, mean, I just feel like whatever, it's like whatever other celebrity does, does for it. kind of want attention. It's like, Oh look, I'm doing something new. And yeah. So it's just like. New way to find attention for him. Exactly. But you know what? At the end of the day, though, it's working because we're over here using it in our podcast and talking about it. Right. <laughs> and and we're, we're advertising for them. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, 
they're making money off of this. And, and everybody in the comment section, like, we have the box open. So if you guys want to say something, like, let us know. Put it in the comments uh, uh, and talk about it. It's, it's Let's open. share your opinions. Share your opinions on it. But, but yeah, I, I just feel like this is all one big publicity. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure their friendship is legit. I'm sure they're now, they're now uh-huh. friends. But I feel like this friendship was engineered for our benefit, for us to talk about it. Look, we're talking about it here on T3 Media. And it doesn't get any bigger than, 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 than T3 Media. Once we're talking about it here on this show. On this show. The world's talking about it. Yeah, that means the world is talking about it. So, Megan Fox and... I, uh, I think the, the real moral of the story here is become a musician. <laughs> <laughs> Whether a rapper or a drummer. That's, that's my takeaway, yeah. Either become a world-renowned... Well, if you're, if you're no, a rapper... He's, he's not a rapper anymore. Yeah, you get if you're Machine Gun Kelly, you can get with one of the hottest girls in Hollywood. If you're a drummer, you can get with one of the hottest and richest, richest. girls in the world. It's yeah, freaking yeah. Life's not fair. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's, so let's make an album, guys. Let's start a band. You guys want to start a band? Yeah, let's start a band. What, 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 what would we call it? What, what would we call? Look at this shit. Like, look at this. Like, we'll call we'll call it. Look at this shit because that's a little. <laughs> And, and like or like change it like every like week like they did in a uh, parts recreation yeah like we were like mouse rat and they were like just a tip and then we were like they cha- <laughs> they, like they, they changed the name of the band like so many times it was, it was Chris Pratt and his band in the show exactly and then like every week they were like change the name of the band to something else and <laughs> some... this this is just I, I don't know what's going on with them but I feel like I don't know. Whatever, like their accomplishments, their money that they've made is not enough for them. They feel like, well, you know, you know what? Let's let's you know let's mix it up. Like right. I, I feel like this is just a. I feel like we're all being trolled mm-hmm. right now. I don't know why. In a, in a good way though. I mean, hell, we got some topless photos. We got some. We got some fun stuff. Top topless in quotation marks. In quotation marks because they uh they they covered themselves up. And speaking of which, let me real quick. I know um we're already ten minutes into the story. We're supposed to already be going on to the next one, but but real quick, um, so if you don't know, so okay, so like on Wednesday, uh, Kim Kardashian uh, shapewear brand Skims released photos of Megan and Courtney's. Posing in it in the brand's underwear in a new photo shoot, in a photo Fox shared to Instagram, the two could be seen posing topless in the brand's high-waisted uh, bikinis underwear, uh, and that was from In Style. So guys, go check out In Style. You got you got two of the 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 hottest women in in Hollywood. You know, they would be kissing if it wasn't for that damn apple. You know, I I mean, like this is the greatest thing that's ever happened. I, I know we're in a in a political crisis in the White House and stuff like that. I know climate change is a thing, but Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian taking over the news are taking over the news right now. So let's all look at that. <laughs> None of the major things going on in the world. You know. Nothing else is going on. The bees aren't 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 almost extinct. <laughs> Every everybody has just logged off the show to go Google this. <laughs> it's backfired. Back, better, better yet, let's just talk kidding. about. Stay with us. Stay let's, with let's, us. let's talk about something that that that, that actually. This one for last, maybe. Let's talk about something that actually matters, like uh, like like Daniel, like like you just went to the expo, like what what happened oh, yeah. there, like how many interviews did you secure for the channel? Oh <laughs> uh, well, I've actually like set up at least one more, like for once we 
You got yeah. a lot of photos. Oh, yeah. I've I, took a lot of photos. I took tons of I do that almost every con I go to. I take tons of photos. Then my, my phone's still like low on space. <laughs> I, I need to still post everything that I have and delete the rest that I've like already. For, for those of you that don't know, Daniel went to the uh, he Dallas. went to the Dallas Fan Expo. Expo. Yeah. Expo. Uh, uh, like a, it's like a comic book convention kind of a thing, and uh, he, he has a lot to go. So go to his Instagram and check it out. He has a lot of photos uh, on that where um, uh, he, he met uh, he met a lot of friends uh, out there. So what 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 was the after party like, dude? Oh uh, well, I I, I Comic Cons didn't really have those. That's more like for anime conventions. Really, you just kind of go out to eat with some friends afterwards or something mm-hmm. like that. It's more. It's really just. All the stuff is done during the day, and you and like the first day it was like two p.m. to nine p.m. Yeah, and uh, then I mean I had fun. I had a lot of fun at it. I posted like, almost all my photos already on my Dire Situation One Zero account. Uh, so if you want to go look at all the cosplayers I met, you can look at them on there. And uh, but yeah, I met a lot of new people uh, as always, and then I ran into people I haven't seen like in three years mm. at other cons or you know since twenty nineteen. And uh, it was a lot of fun. And cool. yeah, just interviewed probably what, like six cosplayers or so. So we got you. We, so, and, uh, yeah, so we got you now. We got you here on the casting couch uh, <laughs> on here. So uh, before you go, uh, if you want to be a star, I just got to let you know you got to loosen up a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna lie, but, uh, but uh, I mean, uh, sorry, I'm just like Jameson I mean, told I, me to do that joke. I, 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 I this, could. This was Jameson's idea to talk about the casting couch, right? I mean, I couldn't nerd out, you know, hardcore about this, but uh, I mean, it was a lot of fun. Just it was my second yeah. time going to this one, and yeah, I rec- I recommend it. Can't wait for next year already. I'm gonna uh, do uh, uh, the next the, the next one you want to. If you give me like, because uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a dad, you know, I got a lot of shit going on, so. Right. If you give me heads up, dude, I would go with you. Okay. Like, like I, would, um, I would hold, I would be your cameraman. Right. I would, I would, well, I would, I would help you out. Uh, there's definitely the big Texas Comic Con coming up in October. Crazy. This, okay, so, so there's something coming up in October. Yes. Okay. It's called Big Texas Comic Con. What, what do I have to do? To, do I have to like? Uh, this is tickets. Do I have to purchase or anything? Oh uh, yeah. I mean, that's what the yeah. Usually have to buy tickets. Yeah. To the well, I, okay. So after the show, and, uh, let, 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 give me yeah, the details yeah, yeah. on it. And if, you, if you're gonna go, I'll I'll, yeah. I'll try to go with you. Cool. On that. Yeah, it's a three day one also, so okay. I'm gonna try to do all three days. If not, at least go Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I did talk to one cosplayer at a booth at uh, Fan Expo. Her name is on Instagram. It's Sparrow Hot Cosplay, and she said she'd be down. She'd be she'd be uh, cool to do an interview for her like cosplay journey because I first met her at Fandemic Tour in 2018. No. And then I saw her again this past weekend, and I talked to her later on, like after the Comic Con. She said, "Yeah, she'd be cool to like do an interview next time we are at the same con together." So be, I got one lined up for a future interview. Okay. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, I just I always do that post con depression the week after. So I'm like, I wish I was still at the Comic Con, <laughs> and because uh, it was it was a real blast. And of course, I got I got to go for free, so that's pretty awesome. And, uh, why is it, yeah. Why is it showing the wrong thing on, on here? I'm trying to show something else, but it's, it's showing all, like, it's, all, it's showing all my uh, other stuff on there. I was trying to show the, the, the fan expo on there. But, yeah, yeah, we're going to we're gonna definitely. Um, that's James the Lynch guy you were talking to yeah. <laughs> on your messenger. But uh, but yeah, I, I'll go with you on, on the next. One. I want, I definitely want to. Yeah, I've never been to a comic uh, uh, convention before, Dude, they're, but they're we got, yeah, we got to do that. But uh, let's, real quick, let's move on to the uh, the next topic. So 
Uh, guys, I wanted to talk about, like, what the hell is going on with my, um, let me get that out of the way. I'll keep, I'll keep Megan Fox in the up for while we talk about this. So I wanted to talk about, like, uh, I, I do a segment sometimes on the channel called Talk Me Into It. So, like, if there's something like a movie or a TV show that you were, like, really passionate about or that you're excited about seeing and you want to talk us into the scene, like, look in the camera and tell uh, the audience, uh, like, what, like, what you love about it. So, James, real quick, um, Hold on, hold on. I'm, 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 I'm sorry, but we got Daniel on the casting couch, and you're bringing in a segment called "Talk Me Into It." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so Daniel, tell, tell us. Um, I, I want you to take a, take a drink, take a couple of sips of this drink. Don't worry. Don't. It's called the Cosby cocktail. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> take some jello shots. What's in it? Like what's what's in it? Oh, that's that's just J- my J E L L O. But like, dude, like, so for for this part of the show, um, like, tell us, uh, Jameson, like, real quick, like, I, you had a show that you wanted to talk about real quick uh, on it. Uh, we, not a lot of us that that view this channel that they've seen, but there's some things that you wanted to talk about uh, on it. Uh, so real quick, what what was it? Uh, I I can already tell what it's about. So what what was it that you wanted to share with us? Is this the is this the Mandalorian we're jumping in? Yeah, today? yeah, yeah. Tell us about tell us a little bit about oh, the Mandalorian. Amazing show. First of all, this isn't Baby Yoda. This is the child apparently. Um, or Grogu. Grogu. Is that Grogu? Grogu? Oh, Grogu. hey, spoiler alert. No, <laughs> hey, it, it's been it's been like like what a whole, almost a whole year now. Yeah. So I'm I'm late to the party. I just got Disney Plus like a month ago, um, and so I'm catching up on it. We just made it into season two, so I'm on like the I think the second or yeah. third episode in season two. But it's it's a really really cool show. I have, but I do have a bit of a love hate relationship with it. So first of all, I I love it. Like starting with the theme song, it's it's like mixing. I was trying to pinpoint everything together. I'm like it, it's like you took kind of like a Stranger Things vibe with a Clint Eastwood vibe. Oh yeah, um, there are a couple. Others, it's it's, it's like, it has a very it's, big it's Western feel to it. Yeah, and and, and the whole show is kind of like that. Like I'm a big uh, Clint Eastwood Western fan, and right, and he, he's kind of like a Clint Eastwood esque uh, figure. And I mean, even in like some of the music and sound effects they do, I'm like, oh, I, I think I heard that in, a, in an old Western before, you know. So it, it's got that vibe mixed with the whole sci-fi vibe. Um, really, really well. Um, I mean, the cinematography's awesome. The special effects are awesome. The oh, yeah. It's awesome. like they're using that new technology where, like, it's not CGI. Like, all the land, it's not CGI. But, like, it's like these streams they have that basically put, like, a background behind you. And, like, did, they're did basically, like, watch... standing in a room. And I forgot what it was called. Did, did you watch the video I sent you guys? Um, so they're, they're doing – can you play part of that video I sent you? Nope. Yes, or <laughs> – no, he cannot. No, it's forbidden. No, no, do bet, do better, do better, James. <laughs> so, um, yeah, basically, it's one of the first movies that instead of using green screen, they're using. They have this huge. It's a it's a curved LCD yes. screen, and even the even the roof is LCD, um, and it, it's it's revolutionary in a in a few different ways. Um, so one, when a lot of these movies that use green screens or they use animation um as an actor you know that they're trying to 
be in a place mentally. They're trying to act in an environment, but they're a lot of times acting, you know, with with nothing. Like like they're they're pretending like something's there. With the LCD screens, they can actually see the background. They can help yeah. them kind of be in the environment, and then they can they can do camera shots with the cinematography that they can't do, or it's hard to do with the green screen, like a, a parallax. You know, where where they're moving the camera angle and the background's moving a certain way with them, uh, so it's a lot smoother with that. And then another thing that makes it really cool is the lighting. So uh, right now I'm on a green screen, right? And if I if I move the light or I I do something to mess up the lighting mm-hmm. um, in the background, you uh, it may not be as clean, so you have to you have to get like the perfect lighting on the background. But then also you can get a spill onto you know like like a green edge on the character. Um, like like if you look in certain films, like he's wearing shiny armor right there, right. and you 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 might be able to see like green reflections on that. But since they're using LCD screens, like if his background is brown, like the natural lighting that you would see on the, I- on the characters would be brown in a real world environment and the LCD screen is able to do that because you're getting the light from the monitors onto the characters as well. So it's it's a really cool it's it's a very it's one of those things where it's a very costly investment up front. But once they have it, it it saves them the time and the money um, from having to build sets because they can they're literally going in Unreal. So uh, I don't know if many of you are gamers out there or follow this but Unreal Engine came out with an update not too long ago that has revolutionized the way that you're able to build worlds and do graphics. And so uh, there's a lot of talk about the future of film moving more, even more digitally to, you know, cause you can, you can, it's more efficient with the data, the, it looks better, it looks more real. So they're able to use um, the software in the background, uh, but going, Going forward, they may be able to do like deep fakes, you know, actually do like more CGI characters, right? Um, and put them into there. But but it's really cool how they're able to to uh, you know use that background um, with the live action characters and 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 just little details that if someone's really looking, like as far as the lighting on the characters, it's more natural, more believable, gives you a better, more immersive experience. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's like with CGI, you don't really know what's there, and with this, you can actually like see what you're like maybe interacting with some kind of exactly big creature that's going to be just basically on the screen behind you, and you're kind of interacting with it instead of using all the CGI where you're like looking at like a pole with a dot on it, like like in, <laughs> like in Jurassic uh, Jurassic World. That's what they did with the with the uh, the Indominus Rex. Basically, they were just looking. Up at like a pole with like a yeah, a like the, the tennis ball. Yeah, on it. All right. All but right. then, but then for uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, they went back to the animatronics like they did with the first Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. So that's pretty cool they did that. But yeah, was I like what they're doing with Mandalorian? Because I watched the whole like behind the scenes with that, and uh, they showed all the the screens they were talking about and how they just put like the tattoo like say it was like Tatooine. Yeah, they yeah. just have all all around them, and they're just filming like that. Or wherever planet they go to, they switch it to that background, and it's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the, the other thing that's cool about it too, they're saying, is they can change the like they if they need to move a mountain out of right. one area in the background, they can literally move it somewhere else. They can reshape the background. They can change the lighting. Like, oh, we wanted to do this at daytime, but oh, we're we actually want to do this at light mm-hmm. because you know trying trying to just like like let's say a director has a change and they're like, oh, I want the lighting to be different, right? Like that could take hours. 
you know, yeah. to change, you know, maybe even longer if they don't have all the equipment. But, you know, with this interactive environment, they can change the lighting with the press of a button right there. So it's, it's very, very quick. So technology very cool. I, I do have kind of a love-hate relationship with some of the story elements, though. I don't, oh. I don't know if you guys wanted to get into that. I mean, we can. Like, what so far? <laughs> well, okay. So so here are some things. I, I love most of the writing. I like the... Uh, it, it's set up... The storyline set up in a pretty... Um, you, you know, each episode is kind of self-contained, which is cool. So you can pop into different episodes and, and you have a complete story within the episode. But... You know, I, I know there's real life and there's science fiction and really good movies can like kind of toe the line and like, you know, making things that are uh, fantastic be more believable or, yeah. or have like some sort of explanation behind the magic in it, right? But there are some things in the show that I'm just like, that's inconsistent or unbelievable. Um, so like, first of all, his ship, like in the... He, he's always flying around space in a busted up ship. Um, like the first episode. Yeah. It was, it was com- first or second episode. It was completely tore down. Um, you know, like, like completely scrapped of all the materials. And then you're going to tell me him and one other person put the ship back together. Like not even in a ship. Yeah. That wasn't like, very believable. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, thoughts. I'm like, okay, this thing. But, but, it, but to be fair, it was in a galaxy far, far away. So. Far, far away. Yeah, they did to do I, what I, they I, want. So, so I, I had to do an engine swap on my car recently, and it's like if you if you miss one bolt, if you connect one thing wrong, like you're done, right? But these guys aren't just driving a car; even they're flying in space in a you know in, in a in a pressure la- pressurized capsule, like they need oxygen, sort of thing. So like that was the first episode, and then you see throughout the show it keeps getting beat up. Uh, the last one I watched was uh, the one where they're on the planet planet with the giant spiders and the thing was was tore up and in fact the uh the biggest problem i had with it is the spider stabbed a hole through the windshield in the cockpit and he's like after after the dudes killed the spiders and left uh just kind of left them there like all right you know good luck (laughs) um they're they're like okay we can patch up the ship and as long as we're in the cockpit we're we're good you know but the windshield had a hole in it i'm like you can't like that (laughs) It, it it's not doable like yeah. they're in space you can like how are they flying like they're, they're yeah like, they were basically flying around in a cardboard box and it was still yeah. making it through hyperspace what the it, fuck it, yeah <laughs> that's, one of, that's one of the things i had written down like he would like after he fell in the water like the dude rebuilt his ship and it's like you look at it and he put like this was some scotch tape on it <laughs> yeah i'm like this isn't like okay there's there's like so there's there's some things you can kind of you know be like okay it's magic or oh it's science fiction but this is a spaceship like we know about spaceships and how they should or shouldn't work sort of thing so uh that like like I'll, I'll watch i'll watch the and it's like every episode has something in it where i'm like this is awesome this is so cool and then they'll do something like that where it's like why why like you have all this talent like why is that is there not a i think they just want to make sure people are paying attention yeah, <laughs> or, or, or like, like, like I noticed that little thing that they did right there. Exactly. <laughs> but like, like the other one too, I had a problem with was when he went to the episode and they, uh, uh, where he went on a mission and they're supposed to break that guy out of jail, right? 
And then you think he, like one by one, he fights each each of the guys who, because they lock him in the in the thing, he escapes, and one by one he fights all the dudes. And there's that super strong guy with the horns, um, like the guy was. You mean the episode where Bill Burr was in? Yeah, the first. Yeah, the one, the one, yeah, the one with Bill Burr. Great episode, I loved it. Love it. Bill Burr's character is awesome. Yeah. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, but there's the the dude with the horns who was just massive and strong, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throwing the man. Like the the door shut on the guy and he picks it up. Like you think he's done. You see the door slam on. You think he's done. He gets up, right? And then the other door slam again. And, and and then it just it cuts, right? And then it goes to the next guy. And then you you see like like Bill Burr realizes he's behind him. He's like, oh shit! And then it cuts to black. And then you know same thing with all with the different characters. And you're like, okay, he killed him. All right, cool. He's the Mandalorian. He's he's good enough. But then at the end, it shows them. It shows that he somehow was able to put them all in the same jail cell yeah. and left them like that. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sorry. If if you had left it at like he killed him, I would have believed it. But you're telling me that dude that was throwing him around, he somehow dragged not only dragged him into a cell, locked him in it, but then was able to open the door and put two more people in it without getting ambushed by these guys. That's that's where I was kind of like, yeah. Yeah, what, right. what, 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 what's the, what's the problem? What are we, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, like yes, he's the Mandalorian. The, it's, it's his, exactly. it's his that's show. The, that's the answer to every question, cause he's the Mandalorian. <laughs> and he's, it's his title. The, okay. the Mandalorian was getting his ass kicked. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh well, you know what? Based on what you're saying, I won't spoil it. So yeah, like buckle up because. You, but when no. you get to the end of that season that you're on, oh, yeah. you're gonna see some. You're gonna see a lot of more. Uh, you're gonna see. Uh, wait, are you still on season one? No, he's in. No, I'm, I'm on. Because the, the spiders. Episode, I think it's the last one. I the was spiders on. was like episode two. You're gonna, yeah, two. okay. If you're on season two, so you're, you're not. He's got like six more buckle, episodes. Buckle up! You're gonna see some more shit that yeah, you're yeah. gonna be like, wow. So right. you're you're in yeah. for a good ride. But, but just, <laughs> despite those uh, blatant shortcomings, mm. I still love it. I mean, everything else about it's great. Oh, right? it's like I mean, I just wish they would the, give uh, like the reins to Star Wars to John Favreau and Dave Filoni because Dave Filoni has done uh, Clone Wars and yeah. they did Rebels too. And now he's on here with John Favreau doing The Mandalorian, so I feel like they should give them the reins to Star Wars universe. A lot, and you know, and a lot like, of people, especially in those geeks and gamers uh, uh, channels, they, they they say that a lot. Like everything that Kathleen Kennedy is doing is wrong. Let me let me uh, uh, what what you said what what uh, Dane what you just said is accurate. Mm-hmm. That that is true. So yes, yes. they for only them they get they they get credit for, but to the detractors. If it wasn't for Kathleen Kennedy greenlighting that, yes, Dave Filoni and them, they they, they came True. up with these ideas, but Kathleen Kennedy had to greenlight it for us to get it. Right. Because yeah. if Kathleen Kennedy said no, which everybody else said no, but she was the one who said yes to it, we would not have the Mandalorian. So those people on Geeks and Gamers that are like shitting on on everything that Kathleen Kennedy is doing at Disney is bad, and they should just give it to Dave Filoni and every and all these other guys. Kathleen Kennedy had to sign off on all this stuff for us to even get right. the Mandalorian. So all of you guys that are watching the Geeks and Gamers channel just hating on Kathleen Kennedy to for for the sake of hating on Kathleen Kennedy, you're misinformed. She 
you you she can't be this all powerful person over Disney, and then say that if that despite her that Dave Filoni and them is doing these amazing things. Kathleen Kennedy has to sign off on these things mm-hmm. that you guys love. You can't shit on the on, on Star Wars and say that that's Kathleen Kennedy's fault for the 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 the, the prequel what was the, uh, the the sequels and stuff. It's just, and then say that 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 Mandalorian just came out of nowhere. Kathleen right. Kennedy signed off on that. Right. But that's just a pet peeve. Uh, it's just like I mean I'm not saying it's like her fault. It's just like I feel like they needed people. Who like know what they're doing? Like John Favreau's directed the first two Iron Man movies, right. and he started off the MCU. Like if there was an Iron Man, like would we have all these Avengers Endgame and all these other movies? Right. Because basically John Favreau like directed the Iron Man, then like it took off from there. Yeah, and, but I mean, uh, but, but, like, but, but I just Iron feel like, Man, but but Iron Man in the MCU is Kevin Feige's baby. Right. He right. that it's his master plan. Yeah. I'm just saying, but like Kathleen Kennedy was handpicked. Yeah. By George Lucas for a reason. Right. She he would not have picked her if she didn't know what the hell she was doing. She's a great producer, and a lot of the things like you can't you can't say that all all the things that suck about Star Wars suck about Star Wars, and that's her fault too. But the things that are great about Star Wars, we got to give her credit for too, because she was also there when 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 that stuff was signed off on too. I'm just saying those people who say. They they shit on Kathleen Kennedy for the things that they don't like, but they don't give her credit for the things that they do like. That's what that's all I'm saying. I mean, I never I never really talked anything about her. So like I'm yeah. just saying like so I did like the Force Awakens. Yeah, it's just I feel like after that, the last two were a letdown. They weren't they weren't better than the Force Awakens. Yeah, and I feel like the next movie should always be an oh, improvement. Oh, yeah. and then like the Mandalorian came out, and I was like, this is how Star Wars should be. Yeah, and but but I just, but, but I mean, even though that was yeah. that was um. Uh, not not who's the director uh, Favreau and um, Filoni. Well, I mean, Filoni. That, they're, that, they're kind of like the top two, but that, they have their, like that's their thing. But Kathleen Kennedy, yeah. when they when they, when it was pitched to her to approve it, she had to say yes. Oh yeah, I'm we'll, saying we'll all I'm it. saying is like they needed somebody better to direct these this project. Because I feel like over like better directed over who? I mean, I just feel like I just feel like the Filoni. No, no, no! I'm saying like the direction of the last two Star Wars movies, like oh, oh, it just oh, it was it just oh, wasn't. Oh yeah, TV shows. no, the Mandalorian. The like, I, I love fine, yeah. I love all of it. I'm saying it's like I feel like the like the like the, the, there was like conflicting movies. conflicting stories I, between the three I think, movies. I think time was gonna tell on, on yeah. that because like because like, like I I saw a TikTok video where somebody really broke it down right. where they were like they were shitting on on uh, Luke Skywalker for. Going into hiding and and and, put, and taking himself, uh, you know, hiding himself on that planet and whatnot. Uh-huh. But that was the exact same. Th- Everybody loves Obi Wan Kenobi, right? But that was the exact same thing that Obi Wan Kenobi did too. Uh-huh. When when the shit hit the fan, he he uh, he didn't yeah. he, he didn't kill Anakin. He left him to die, but he still lived and he became uh, Darth Vader. And Obi Wan Kenobi went into hiding and went to Tatooine and went into hiding. That's the exact same thing that Luke did right. when he failed to 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 take his his nephew out because he didn't want to do it, and he went into hiding, and then his nephew, you know, became you know what he became. Yeah, we we shit they they shit on what Luke Luke Skywalker did, what they said that Luke Skywalker did, and and his character, but that was the exact same thing that Obi Wan Kenobi did. I mean, yeah, and Obi Wan's my favorite. So, yeah, so you I mean, can't shit on Obi Wan uh, on Luke Skywalker for doing it, but then say that that Obi Wan Kenobi was a badass. 
for doing the exact same thing. He failed. He didn't kill Anakin. He became uh, Darth Vader, and he went into hiding. Yeah. Um, Luke Skywalker what? didn't kill his nephew. He failed. And and he became Kylo Ren. Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker went into hiding. Same thing. So why shit on Luke, but not shit on Obi? That's my well, point. Well, and and then uh, I mean, Luke Skywalker even said I think at the end that he was disappointed in himself because he yeah he said that he went He's... into hiding because he was afraid the dark side would turn him and he was well because you know, I mean, he realized and, and, he made and, a mistake and, and at the end yeah what, pretty, like, pretty much what Obi Wan did I mean yeah. like he re- he probably regretted going into hiding and then he decided to g- come out of hiding. Well, I mean, Luke, Luke, Luke was like he made a mistake because like he that's what he told Ray was like because I saw the darkness in him. But yeah. I should have just gave him the chance. So he thought he'd yeah. automatically just turn to the dark side and it said, "It was just a big misunderstanding." Yeah, and Luke, Luke thought about doing it, but he didn't. That's why. Do he's, it. But the only reason, like he like it escalated because Kylo, oh not Kylo, Ben woke up and saw that he had the lightsaber ready yeah. to light, and that's why things escalated because he woke up when Luke and, was. And by, Luke, and by the way, Ben was is old in the in the movie. Ben is older. Then Luke was when when Luke decided got his Jedi training and stuff. Right. Ben at that at that age was to like 23, 24. He was older than yeah, Luke, Luke was, was when Luke started his training and stuff. Yeah. So let's not like like all this like these people that's giving shit to to Luke Skywalker for going into hiding and Kathleen Kennedy making his decision and all that stuff. Like 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 look, put it in perspective. Like it's it's still it's consistent with the original movies. Like I'll go yeah. into detail into it later, but God, like all you you geeks and gamer guys that are shitting on it for 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 the sake of shitting on it, you don't know what the fuck you're talking. I about. I mean, the only thing <laughs> the only thing that I uh, criticized the most about the new trilogy was like you just killed off all of our nostalgia. Like you killed Han Solo in How, the first he, movie. Harrison Ford wanted to. Be. I know, but it's still it sucked. Like that was our childhood. Yeah. And then, like now, like then Luke me, dies in the next one. You're like, you're, you're me, killing me off Jameson our childhood. Was, talk, was talking about Harrison Ford on, on yeah. another movie, but he he he. Lo- I, uh, he I heard after his, the movie, uh, he loved his uh, Blade Runner character more than his Han Solo character. I guess right. so. He wanted to. He want he Harrison Ford, from what I know, wanted to his character to die on uh like on the like not, not Return of the Jedi, but what was the uh, Empire Strikes Back. He, he, oh yeah. He, he was That's like right. that. That character should die. He thought that that character should die back then. Yeah. But you know. But yeah. still, just like I just hated the way it all happened. Just like you just like bring it back thirty years later, but then you're killing off like everything that we love. You kill think, off you kill off the original trilogy basically. If I'm not mistaken, that was the original. That, that's what that was the agreement. I'll come. Harrison Ford was like, yeah. I'll come back, but this time I want to die or I something. But like still, that. I just hated it though. Because <laughs> you love yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, just like it was everything that like. It does not matter what you think. You're on the couch. You do what we tell you. <laughs> You're on the casting couch. But I have my opinions. Take, your, take your money what, and what go. What do you say? What do you say, James? I said, take your money and go. Yeah. <laughs> but leave the money on the table. Uh, look. Uh, yeah, we can go on forever about that. But real, right. real quick, because we're, 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 no, we're way over time now. Um, uh, what was the next topic that was... Uh, you know what? Let me... Let me changes over do, do, do we want to save we we're talking about intellectual property you want to save that story for next time well we'll save that we'll save that one uh but when it when uh D- uh daniel yes you uh when we when you were coming over i was like what movie we, so on this channel we, we want to talk about movies that that you guys maybe there's some things that you guys have not seen that you might want to uh 
that well, we can talk them into watching. There's a movie that Daniel was talking about before he, he showed up, and it was like it was really interesting. So, dude, like like there's a movie called the uh, the Guardian that you were talking about, and I was like, dude, that's actually a good topic to uh to to bring up. So yeah. uh, the floor is yours, dude. What do you want to say? There's a movie called the the, the Guardian starring uh, Ashton Kutcher and Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. Yeah, it's like so basically, Kevin Costner is like the uh, the like the old dog, like he's been doing the Coast Guard thing for like a long time, and then uh, this movie Ashton, came out in two thousand six, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So uh, basically, he's like he's he's had all these like records, like he saved a lot of people. He's done like all these records and training, and he has like all he has like all the records. And Ashton Kutcher comes in, thinks he's like a hot shot because uh, he was a swimmer and all that, and he comes in there thinking trying to beat all the records, and then. Uh, Kevin Costner's like that's not what this is about and like this is just about people and saving them then like but then one day Kevin Costner's like forget it let's have a beat the records day and then like <laughs> Ashton Kutcher's uh, he's like after a while he's like okay I get what you're saying like I'm tired of doing this all trying to beat all your records now and uh, then just it was a very just like impactful movie and it gives you kind of like insight about what they actually go through in the Coast Guard like it's really dangerous because they're going out there in storms and people are like, their their boat's about to sink or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, or people who are like, been stranded just out in the middle of the water. And it's a really dangerous job and it kind of just gives you uh, insight about what they go through and how they train for this. And So what was it, what was it about this movie that, like, why, you say it's become your favorite movie? Like, like... Well, it's just, it's one of my favorites. It's like, kind of like the message about it and then, uh, I don't know if I should spoil it or not. Probably don't want to spoil the ending. <laughs> But uh, I don't know. Just, like, I feel like the story of it was good, and just uh, like there's one point where uh, Aston Kutcher asked Kevin Costner, uh, "Like, what's your number?" He wants to know how many people he saved, and uh, he tells him uh, like seven. He goes, "Well, that's not bad. I expected like two hundred or something like that." He goes, seven is the number of people that I've lost. It's the only number that I, that I would keep track of because that's the ones I failed or such." That's what he tells him, and uh, just it's about just them putting their lives on the line for other people. Like, they're real-life heroes. They're out there trying to save people right. who, like, have been left behind from from everybody else, and they're, like, their last chance to uh, live again and start over. Whether it's, like, their boat got, their boat's about to sink, or they just got stranded, you know, like, out in the water somehow, and they're always, like, their last hope to, like, come and save them. And, yeah. Like, I want, I, I want to tell more, but I don't know if I spoiled the ending of it. But uh, it's a really good movie, and I would say recommend, go check it out, see what you think. Like, I, the first time I saw it years ago, I was like, this movie's amazing. Outside of the MCU, it's definitely one of my favorite movies. And uh, so I really love the movie, and I like the message it has for everything. So, Jameson, have you, ever seen, have you ever seen this movie? Yeah, I've seen The Guardian. Um, I think I watched it. Did I watch it before I joined the Navy? Um, yeah, because uh, I was looking into – I wanted to be uh, – a pilot and I was I was watching it and looking to see how, how are you uh, going to be a pilot like, in like the, what, what how are you going to be a pilot in the navy pilot? shouldn't you have joined the air force no you ever <laughs> seen top gun yeah he was in the air force no he, no those are navy pilots agree to disagree <laughs> <laughs> what what do you think they do on aircraft carriers <laughs> Uh, get uh, it's like Uber. It's it's like Uber for the military, <laughs> for the Marines. 
<laughs> no, so I was I was checking out the uh, like different helicopters and stuff because the Coast Guard um, they have some of the best helicopters. Um, but I was yeah watching seeing the conditions that they fly in, and I mean they have some pretty intense scenes in the Guardian as far as um, like people on shipwrecks, like uh, yeah, some of the rescue how, scenes. How brutal! Yeah, showing how brutal the sea can be. How much effort it takes to save someone when you're out there and like you got you know 20 foot 30 foot i mean those are probably smaller waves for if you're in the middle of the ocean um but you know he's he's dropping down into the water swimming and this stuff and and you i you know you mentioned the day where he's breaking all the records and stuff and he's swimming in a pool and i i remember him saying something like all right now go try that in the ocean mm. you know with the waves going yeah. so when i was in the navy i went i went through uh um, training like water survival training specifically like training how if you're in a helicopter or a, or a plane and it crashes in the water like how you're supposed to survive so we had to do like swimming uh, the last thing we had to do is we had to swim for like in a circle for an hour um, in our flight gear and uh, I, I mean it's it's tough I mean what I came to realize is like if you fall off a ship or off a plane and you have your boots on and you don't have a life vest you're pretty much screwed you know, um, but, <laughs> but I mean, he's, he, but, but we did all these tests in a pool in a very controlled environment. And it's like, man, it's hard enough doing it in that kind of environment, but imagine falling into the ocean where the water's cold. Uh, you got all your clothes on, you weren't expecting it. You know, you, you may land in a weird angle. Like you've got seconds, right. <clears throat> you know, before you're gone and, uh, and, and, you know, you got all the waves and stuff. And so it's like, they're doing all these rescue swims and, and there are people out there like today you know, doing this stuff. Um, and, and it's mostly the Coast Guard that saves people uh, when it comes to the rescues. The, so very, very intense job, very physical job, and a lot of respect for those guys. A lot of respect. Yeah, it's like uh, like one of the training scenes there in the pool. Uh, basically, they have, like, the the newcomer, like, get in the pool, and then they have, like, they let one of the vendors come in, like, act like they're drowning behind them and, like, freaking out mm -hmm. and seeing how they respond to, like, if, uh, if, like, a person you're trying to rescue is freaking out they're like grabbing your mask pulling your mask down how you can respond basically you want to see how you respond under that pressure when yeah. you're a newcomer and basically get the pool act like they're act like the person who's grabbing the the rescue swimmer is like they're drowning and see how they would want to react in that situation yeah. see if they'll pass or fail didn't, didn't he didn't he like punch one of the guys in the face? yeah he like there like, like the second time he did it he like just threw an elbow in the guy's face like i'm rescue somewhere i'm here to rescue yeah. you and he just pulls him onto the side of the pole and uh he's like he's like good job good job you did good he, he like breaks his nose and the dude's all mad and he's like yeah well you're alive aren't you <laughs> yeah and then he like congratulates him later outside the pole and hugs him i know i know i've seen this movie but it's been so long I might have watched it like early when it first came out. I, mean, but I don't, like, I don't remember one, anything yeah. about yeah, it's it. It's almost 20 years now. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. It's that old. Yeah, yeah. it had to be like 2006, I believe. Yeah, 2006. Uh, it's so, like 15 years old. So, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those movies. Uh, so, that was... That was your movie. So um, I mean, I have plenty more, but you know... <laughs> Oh, what? You, uh, <laughs> and we talked about Mandalorian. So, like, what? Oh, shit. So, it's my turn now, right? Yes. Oh, it's your so, turn. So, now, uh, what, what am I going to talk you guys into before we, we, we close it off? There's a TV show. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to the TV route. There's a TV show that I, I love called, uh, it was short lived. It had only like three seasons. 
It was called uh, Happy Ending, starring uh, Damon Wayans Jr. and and the rest. I, I I don't know the rest of this cast. Uh, if you if if you had a gun in my head, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you who the hell these people are. But this show was if if you if you have HBO Max and I think it's on Netflix as well. You can watch it. Uh, it's it's hilarious. The one thing I do know about it is that uh, Damon Wayans Jr. Uh, that he um, originally the the TV show New Girl that was on Fox he he did the pilot on New Girl and he did the pilot on on Happy Endings at this like around the same time and he decided to um, he decided against New Girl and he went for Happy Endings so that's why the first episode of New Girls. You see Damon Wayans Jr. Uh, and then they were immediately replaced him. Yeah, I've always wondered why. Uh, after after that, but they didn't they didn't recast yeah. him. Yeah, they replaced him with a different character. Yeah, a different black guy, but a different character. Just, so so those three years, the first three years of New Girl, uh, you didn't see Damon Wayans Jr.'s character come back. They explained yeah, in the first I, uh, second season, the uh, second episode, they explained yeah. why his character left. And real, the, but the real world reason was because he went to do this show called Happy Endings. And Happy Endings is like a, uh, this was by in 2010, 11 when the show came out, like a, a, a modern version of Friends. Like imagine Friends, but crazy. Like the things, the plots that they do on this show. So the first episode was like the like your Ross and Rachel character. They're about to get married, and then Ra- the Rachel character. Right, right, right. When it's like, do you take this man to be your wedded, like, like lawfully wedded husband? She like backs out and like oh, runs away and abandons him there. And that's how the show, the season starts. But they stay, they, they like she breaks his heart and leaves him and at the altar. But they kind of stay, they stay friends in a way. Like imagine Rachel leaving Ross at the altar, but they still kind of are, yeah. are still forced to be friends it's with just each other. Friends, she leaves the burying yeah. guy at the altar and then. Exactly, yeah. and then you got you got you have your Joey and you have yeah. your Joey and uh and Monica character. You have your uh, Rachel character. You have your Phoebe character, and it's all that. All you know, it, it all fits in like this Friends uh, universe. But the 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 storylines that they go through are freaking crazy. I'm like this, uh, like this show was short lived. It only had three seasons, and after the th- after the show ended, then. Damon Wayans Jr. His he was when he wasn't available uh, anymore for happy. It wasn't tied down to happy endings anymore. He came back. Yeah, I've to, heard. Because uh, I'm more like in season two of New to, Girl. It was so. no, no. It would have been after yeah, that. It would, yeah, I mean, I've heard he comes back. I just haven't ha- got to that point yet. Happy had three seasons, right. so it would have been like in season four. Yeah, that he came back to New Girl, yeah. and he was the same I character. Got that that yeah. was the brilliant thing. They didn't recast his character. They just replaced him with a different character, and then. And then he was able to come back yeah. uh, a little, uh, little by little, and uh, so it was like it was a situation where he had to choose, like which which show do you think is going to be successful, Happy Endings or New Girl? He chose Happy Endings, which to me was the best, was the better choice. But New Girl had more success. Yeah, it's it, it, it lasted longer. It's like it was, something similar, like with uh, who played Chandler, Matthew Perry. Yeah, like he almost chose another show over Friends. Oh, could, Friends. could you imagine like just? I, I can't imagine that show with any other. Yeah. All I've seen like, all the other people that were that were yeah. in consideration 
to play like uh, the the Monica character. I think uh, I forgot who uh, the lady was. Yeah. was I mean, I've seen that too. I know what you're talking about. I've seen like the other options, but like how like Matthew Perry almost wasn't Chandler because yeah. you know, he almost chose another show over Friends. Yeah, and like it, it would have been a disaster. Yeah. Or, or, or with well, Matthew I, Perry on that other well, show, I, that I, other show might have been a success. I think it ended up being canceled. But yeah, but and, without uh, Matthew yeah. Perry. But who yeah. knows what would have happened with Matthew Perry? Right. Who knows? That's that Thanos snap. We might. We, we, we don't know. <laughs> a different but, re- different reality. <laughs> but if you have HBO Max, if you have Netflix, check out Happy Endings. I, I recommend watching New Girl and Happy. Endings. You'll see when when the Damon Wayans Jr. character when he le- when originally when he left and when he came back. But the debate to me is what is the better show, Happy Endings or New Girl? New Girl I'm had more success, but mm-hmm. I'll argue that Happy Endings was the better show. Was it? It was. It was. Was it, they, like, was it a Netflix show? Or was it on TV too? It's on. It's on HBO Max and it's on Netflix. But was it like on. So it was. But it was Netflix a, originally. Originally, when it when it came out, it was like it was on CB, like NBC oh, okay. or, or something like that, ABC, CB, uh, CBS, Netflix, one of those, Tokyo, now or, or Fox or one of those shows. Yeah. And then when it got canceled, then Netflix and then Warner Brothers produced it. That's why that's why it's on HBO on Max. Yeah. But uh, it's uh, but I, I'm I'm telling you, if you like New Girl, you will love Happy Endings. It's it and if you like Friends. You will love happy endings, and I I challenge you if you are a happy if you are a friend uh, new girl fan if friends fan if you watch happy endings I dare you to, to to lie to me and say that fat happy endings were probably wasn't better than new girl I I'm I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I love both shows but I think happy endings was a smarter so if you haven't seen happy endings if you are a new girl fan watch happy endings and I tell and you will line it you can see. When he left the show and he came back and all that, when Damon was doing it, right away. You, mean, you'll see it. It was right. It was right away. But I feel I feel like Happy Endings was the better written show. But uh, that's just me. I'm suggesting that's just my. Yeah, just like, I feel, I feel, What's that? Are you taking notes here? <laughs> Mental like notes. Well, that's yeah. that's I my, mean, that's my re- that's my <laughs> my feelings on. I, I heard New Girl kind of like wasn't as good later on then it, yeah it, it kind of like, went wrong but what yeah. what happy ending just got better and yeah. better and better you had a you had the uh the, the there was a the the they had they were, had representation through the whole show they had a black character they had a gay character they had the they had the ross and rachel character that uh, it was they had the the dumb character they, they, like they joey had, they they had a joey they, they had they, it was like friends brought, joey and Phoebe. it was like a 20 it was like a modern version of friends like nice. like but it was it was it was crazy. It was good. It was a good show. Uh, but and then, so that's my pick for it. Friends. Did you guys see the the Friends reunion? Nope. Did you guys see the Friends reunion? I have HBO Max, so I still never watched so, it. Uh, at least I think, so apparently. I think I did finish it finally. Yeah. So apparently, Ross and Rachel actually had like a real life crush on each other. Yeah. Outside of the show, they did. Did they ever smash? <laughs> that's, that's pretty well. I don't know, but like I they, 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 they kind of mentioned, like they did mention, like when they first saw each other, like on set, like there was actually like a crush between both of them. It was just, it wasn't just their characters. It was they, they had the sex once, and, uh, at least I bet uh, they did. But like, and they talked about it was pretty cool. What they all talked about how like they, like in the first episode, they had there was like this pillar in Monica, oh, yeah, it was Monica's apartment, and they took it away after that. 
because people kept running into it on the set. Like they was uh-huh. so like you see if on the first episodes like later on, there's like a pillar missing in Monica's apartment because people kept smacking their head on or something like that because it was just in the way. And uh, like there was something about the thing on the like the thing on the door was actually a mirror that got broken around the people in Monica's apartment. Mm-hmm. Like that was just that was actually a mirror, and somehow it got broken on set. <laughs> so, but they they kept it on the door. Hmm. The uh, it's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, for Monica. Speaking of Monica and Friends, Janine Garofalo almost played Monica. You know the the, the actress Janine Garofalo. I'm gonna have to see yeah. her face. I'll probably. Janine, I'm gonna look her up. Janine Garofalo. You gonna throw a picture of her up there? Yeah, I'm trying to. She was um, Janine. Janine Garofalo. I'm sure she if I was saw in the Truth face. About Cats and Dogs. Uh, how, how do you with Uma Thurman. Last name? Is G A R O F L F A L O. Janine Garofalo. Garof. Garofalo. If you will live in Seattle. Her? Yeah, she was almost Monica. This girl right here. Got a here? picture of her. Let me. I'll. I'll, I'll pull can, it up. Can, can you see my phone right here? Oh, let me. Let me. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. That's her. Let me. That, let me. That let me, was gonna be Monica. Yeah, she was Man, one. No. She, yeah, she was one of the people that would have put the that put so put it up. Put put the phone up again. Let me. Let me. Let me see. If oh, you. Because uh, I don't have the. Um, let's see if I have the picture right up. Uh, I can't make the picture. Yeah. Probably blurry. Yeah, I can't. I can't make the picture go uh, bigger. Uh, let's see if I can. If I can pull her up on my end. Yeah. So. But any, anyways, that that would have been different. I don't really. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I feel like I couldn't see anybody else now. Yeah. No. No. Exactly. Nobody. Could, no, any of the nobody can imagine. Yeah. Like I don't know if you know Janine Garofalo in any other movies. Well, I'm not sure. I mean. It's, yeah, because they were those characters for like a decade, you know. Yeah, so, they the did truth ten about seasons. cats and dogs that was uh, with Uma Thurman. I'm not huh. seeing that movie. Yeah, she doesn't look familiar. She was on an episode of Seinfeld. I don't know if you remember okay. that. Okay, but I don't know. She doesn't look familiar right off yeah, the bat. I, I love well, everybody. Yeah, I mean, I love Janine Garofalo. Seinfeld's like Scrubs. <laughs> yeah. It's like Scrubs. Where they I, like, I never watched Scrubs. Like, I've seen a little bit. I've seen a little bit of okay. it. You need to watch Scrubs. Yeah, but uh, we we did the Mandalorian. We did um, uh, we did uh, oh oh I was last. I was that was the last one, yes. right? My my uh, my happy endings was the the last but, thing that that we had to talk about. Got, but yeah, that I've got something. Yeah, what, what you got? Go watch Venom Let There Be Carnage next week. Which one? Venom Let There Be Carnage. It's gonna be great. Oh, yeah. Is that this? Yeah. Is that next week? Yeah, October first. No, dude, we're all, we're all gonna watch Venom. Oh dude. yeah, I'm saying make sure because you know, like we should probably all try to go watch it together. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's like because you know we want guy. we want Spider Man to happen, and the movies keep making money. That means Spider Man. I, I didn't watch any of the spoilers that people have been trying to leak. I'm oh not, yeah, I'm not listening. Like, well, it happened spoilers. mostly on Twitter. Yeah, and like I have Twitter, but I don't, I don't really go I'm on Twitter all that much it. either. I don't know. No like, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, apparently, like even after Tom Hardy and. Uh, Andy yeah, he asked like, everybody, "Don't spoil it." And they, don't let it leave this and they, theater. And they still spoil it. And then it. they still spoil. I'm like, that's why we can have Damn nice Brits. things. 
can't have nice things because people will do go off and do stuff like that. Those damn and, uh But luckily, I've you know seen I've I feel, seen any spoilers. I feel so bad right now. Let me. Let it's me, just they say like. Let me bring up another pic. Let me bring up my, uh, uh, Megan Fox and. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, let me bring that. But it's up it's say like just that credit scene. Apparently, the credit scene is like amazing. Amazing. Okay. So that, that's all you're gonna say. No. Yeah. No spoilers. No. No. I don't know nothing. But that's what I heard. Like even like people I've who've been reporting on it on YouTube. But like the credit scene's amazing. Like yeah. make sure you stay. And okay. so it's like I really wonder what's gonna be. About. Let's all let's all t- maybe maybe we can get together and watch yeah. it. Uh, what's kind of October the beginning of October? I mean, I mean, basically thir- there'll be thir- there'll be Thursday night showings yeah. and then all day Friday and yeah. then. But well, they always do. Like, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, what do you think, Jameson? Do you think you, we can try to get together on and watch that together? Let's do it, man. We'll have another sausage party. <laughs> Sweet. All right, all right. It's a date. Okay, you heard it, guys. All right, I want to have intercourse with you. Uh, uh, uh. (laughs) What was that on Family Guy? Intercourse with you. Relations. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Venom. Let the be tarnished. October first. All right, guys. Well, that's the show, guys. Uh, Appreciate you guys for uh, hanging out with me. I I appreciate uh, Daniel for coming on the casting couch. Uh, Daniel, real quick, let us, let, while you're on the casting couch, before you do those nasty things that we're going to pay you to do, where can they find you on social media? Man? Okay, so I'm Dire Situation 10. That's basically where I post everything. But if you want to follow just my cosplay stuff, it's Dire, dire Cosplay, D Y E R Cosplay. So I have two accounts, all depends what you want to follow and what you want to see. That's the problem. Because Dire Situation is like more of my personal life and everything else. Cosplay, personal. The videos I take at con sometimes, and but if you want to see like my professional cosplay photos, it's just D Y E R cosplay. So yes, and uh, and we have uh, uh, <laughs> Jameson. Where, where, uh, if they want to find you online, if you're not when you're not watching The Mandalorian and complaining about uh, everything that's going on at Disney, where, where can they find you on social media? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Jameson Everett Art. And then I also have another YouTube channel, Infamous Maximus, where I'm adding more videos, trying to add them every week. So go check them out. Awesome, awesome. And you guys you guys know me. Uh, Chris with uh, Talk to the Medias. Uh, Chris uh, at W. Fagan uh, on social medias and, and whatnot. So if you want to look me up, you can go uh, there and, uh, and look me up and hit me up. Uh, and if you want to uh, send us any questions, comments, concerns, always go with at T3medias uh, on all the, so- the social medias and the- let us know what you guys are thinking about. Send us topics that you want us to cover, uh, any reactions and whatnot. We got a lot of things coming up uh, in the future, so look out for that. I appreciate you guys for uh, hanging out with me uh, this- uh, tonight on a on a mother effing Thursday. And uh, until next time, you know what? In- until next time, let's, uh, let- let's-, let's do this one more time, guys. Let's pull up this... Uh, this image of uh, Megan Fox and Courtney, real quick. Just wanting attention. Gots to be more careful. All right, guys. Until next time, guys. Uh, wait, wait. We got a message from a. Uh, oh wait, that's dire. Say, so, who is this Daniel person? Who is this Daniel person? I have no idea who's on my couch, but dun, dun, dun. I'm gonna. Get, I snuck in here. I'm gonna get my money's worth tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Intercourse. Wait, what was that? Uh, family guy. I want to have intercourse. Relations. All right, guys. Until <laughs> until next time, guys. Peace. 
Our supporters help make all this content possible, so make sure you check out our Patreon page so you can help us bring you the content you want. Push the pedal to the freaking metal. I'm turned up just like heavy metal. Yo. On another level, push the pedal to the freaking metal. I turned up just like heavy metal.